program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it. I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. Into another edition of the tailgate, Pat Dooley and Jeff Cardozo here at the Swamp, the real Swamp, which is the Swamp Restaurant. So uh, we appreciate them having us out here all football season, all for the for all the home games. We've had a blast out here, no doubt about it. And uh, looking forward to talking about a bunch of things today, including uh, Chris Harry's going to stop by, and we're going to talk a little Gator basketball. Of course, they open the season Monday. Um, Women opened up last night with, a, I mean, an exhibition game, but still, I mean, clearly, it, it was interesting, and I, I cannot pronounce her name, um, her last name. The, the young lady, well, anyway, the young lady who came, it's, it's anyway, it, it's really hard to pronounce, okay, but she came here, and she's one of the few people that had to sit out with, because she transferred twice, so she had to sit out a year, uh, when she came from Texas and scored 20 points last night and appears to be a big-time player. So they may have a good team. So maybe this is a basketball school. <laughs> That's going far. I yes, we, uh, we shall see. But we know uh, football needs to win this weekend and certainly a lot of conversations about that football team and the, uh, the scenario of uh, hopefully making that happen. So we'll chat about that today and tomorrow. And uh, a whole bunch of other things. I, I mean, I, and I guess we can start since you mentioned basketball and schools. Um, and I read a story from uh, your boy, K-Bro, Kevin Brockway, that uh, said Bobby Knight was almost a Gator way back when from uh, the early, early days. But yeah. that was really, really hard to yeah. scroll through last night and see that Bobby Knight had, uh, had passed away. Yeah. Well, you know, Bobby Knight was going to be a Gator. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. That sounds like a Bill Cost story, but Bill Cost knows more about the program than anybody. But um, it was weird for me when it happened because, look, if you were in the media, you probably didn't like him. I read a great column, though, but I think it was Dan Wetzel wrote about how he demanded discipline except with himself. That he, he, he could fly off the handle and that was okay and he could throw a chair and he could do things. He was a misogynist. He was very old school. And I, I, I so I, and I, I tell this great story about him. I'm going to save it for the podcast. I, I, I talked about it on the podcast with him and Gene Pullen. It's, it's classic story, but, but he was an unbelievable coach. All I could think about though, all night when I was just, kind of trying to let it mull it around in my head. I was mulling it over, as ESPN's uh, big feature tends to be, um, was he never would have been successful now. Think about it. If he would, if he started out right now and he's like, "What do you What do you mean NIL? I'm not paying players to play transfer portal. They better stick it out." 
Yeah, but he wouldn't have grown up like that. No. So I don't think you can even really compare that. Well, I think I think guys are struggling with that who grew up in, kind of in that era, and then they, you know, Dabo's a, a good example of it. But there's other people. Dabo's not old, he's, so he shouldn't been. Then why why can Nick up, Saban do it? But when he was playing and stuff, he had that kind of mentality of just rub some dirt on it, go out and play, n- never leave your school, you know, that kind of thing. But but certainly would. Uh, but that's what I thought about that. Can you imagine Bobby Knight having to deal with uh, players coming up saying, Coach, I'm not getting enough money. <laughs> uh, well, it just makes me laugh to think about it. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't recruit those types of kids because of who he is. I still think he has success he's, he's because. Gonna, he's not going to have success if he doesn't recruit good players. Yeah, but not every good player is like that. No, I know. I'm just saying now every player is like that. I don't know about that. Oh, every player wants money, right? Everybody's getting paid. Everybody at the University of Florida on their 85-man scholarship roster is getting some kind of money. So, you know, the more you play, the more money you want. So I'm, all I'm saying is I, I think he would he would never have survived this. And, and you know, I, I, I remember him doing all those. He did a bunch of Florida games. On ESPN, but it was always the same thing. You just got a pump fake. He would always talk about the pump fake. You got a pump fake. It's a good move. Well, okay, so I get it. I'm That's sure you do it in the rec centers. I, I so, got it. So I, I guess times you said it. So I guess I'm getting that it wasn't a big deal, or you didn't. Oh, it was like, a big deal. You didn't like him. I don't. I didn't like him. He was. He. He. Is that be only because he was? He hated, the way he was to he the media, hated the me- hated the media, went out went out of his way. So to you don't it. like anyone that hates the media, mm, that has a a genuine hate hatred. Some um, some people pretend to hate the media, and I know I know it's kind of a smokescreen. He genuinely hated the media. He genuinely hated the media, and he also I I think he was a misogynist. And just read some of the stuff. There's a great. Thing by Frank DeFord that he wrote, I think in '91, that Pat Forty retweeted. We retweeted last night, uh, um, and it was done. It was a thing for Sports Illustrated, and it just you read it and you kind of go, "Man, this guy, his players love him, and he is such a great coach, but he is such a jerk." And he was a jerk. That's the thing. He was a, one of the biggest jerks of all time. I, I don't. I. I mean. I would have loved to have played for him. I, I think that what he was able to get, like, so I, that's the different perspective we have then. You have it from yeah, a media, media standpoint. Yeah. I have it from a, I get, and I obviously didn't play for him, but I have it from an athletic mindset of thinking that I would have done anything to play for a guy like that because he would have motivated you, gotten the best out of you, made you very successful, I think, in life someday. I mean, we, we actually called Lope sometimes Andy Lopez and Spikes. I mean, Bobby Knight and Spikes. Well, that's what I was going to say. You can do what Andy Lopez did, which was be Bobby Knight to the players, but still be Andy Lopez to the media and be a decent person to people and not calling them out and stuff like that. But I also think there was some of that. I mean, there, there's a lot of – just because you see some of the clips – of of the bad ones, I think there was still a lot of really good ones amongst all that. No? 
No, I don't think there were. He hated the media. I mean, in fact, I'll tell the story that I told today on my podcast, which was um, he had this one line that he always loved to tell in these speeches he would give, you know, at banquets and everything like that about how, hey, um, I learned, most of us learn how to write in the third grade. Then we go on to bigger and better things, talking about sports writers. And I, I was like, and so Gene Pullen stood up and and said, hey, you know what? I coach my uh, my uh, uh, kids' uh, uh, peewee league basketball team on weekends. Then I go to a real job, <laughs> which I thought was the greatest comeback ever. But, you know, he just, yeah, he liked to pick at people and – I don't know. I it, I rooted against him most of his life. That, that's all I can say. I, I, I didn't like him. Well, I, I thought he was great. So, good. Well, then we differ when it's all said and done. So, we'll I, get your... I will say this. I went to Florida's in the uh, NCAA tournament in Creighton. Uh, no, not, not in Creighton. Uh, they played Creighton, but it was in uh, Chicago. And Bobby Knight and Texas Tech was in were in the pod – Back when they did the pods, where you didn't really, you didn't get, you weren't going to face anybody. There was no reason for me to go to a press conference, but I said, "I'm going. Yeah, I want to see what happens." And I, I, I just remember walking out of it, going, "What a jerk!" I mean, it wasn't like he just didn't want to answer any questions, and he didn't want to even be there, you know. And I'm like, eh. he just hated us, hated us. So I hate him back. All right, sounds good. Well, I want to uh, know your opinion on uh, on Bobby Knight, where you are with. Uh, you know how you feel about them. Obviously, many of you are sports writers out there, great book authors like Mr. Dooley was. But I'm, I'm nothing. I'm, that's why. But I still think the throwing the chair and yelling at people is somewhat humorous in my mind. So want to get your opinions. Sanjeev is back producing today. So even though we are on remote at the Swamp enjoying things, still, of course, take your phone calls. And we've got one. So let's get started as uh, Byron will kick things off here on a Thursday edition of the tailgate. Hey, Byron, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, guys. Afternoon to you and top of the uh, evening also. And go Gators. Hey, uh, Pat, what I want to comment real quick is uh, on uh, Bobby Knight. And uh, I agree with both you and Jeff about some of his techniques. But what I I think would be different is coaches today my age are Bobby Knight's age wouldn't even want to coach in this kind of environment with the recruiting and stuff. I, I don't think he'd even be around unless he was young. And uh, I think it's changed so much. And I, I'll give you an instance, and it just could be just a rumor. I think Deion Sanders' son has made about 3 or $4 million. Imagine the players making more than the coaches in college. That's what the problem was in the NFL. How could you tell these kids anything? And real quick, Pat, what could this happen in Florida – UCLA, so I'm not sticking up for Dion. UCLA, uh, the, the, the stadium got broken into, and both lockers were raided and stolen. Even back in the days, they wouldn't have gotten nothing but some socks and some tennis shoes. So the game has changed so much. How does that even happen? And if you want to answer a question for me, could that happen in Florida, or was that a setup? All right, thanks, guys. Go Gators! Boy, there's a lot to unpack. Always a lot with yeah. Byron. Uh, let's go back to the uh, look. The thing that happened at UCLA. I mean, look. If somebody really security is not that hard to break through at, at stadiums until it happens, and then you you CYA. You know, you you come in and you say, "Oh, we can't let this ever happen again." 
Uh, it's not that hard to break through. In fact, as we, as you know, uh, somebody that you introduced into the Hall of Fame was involved in a burglary at Florida Field. Yeah, but that was internal, though. It's not easy to break in if you're an no. outside. So, but it's to me, that, that makes it things like it was an inside job. If anything that happened, somebody may have. It may have been like Watergate, where they opened the door. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Um, like but anyway. you're not getting in if you're not, especially. Well, you can't even get into Florida's locker room because there's a keypad on it. Yeah. Now there is. There didn't used to be. But, I'm, I'm saying in 1996, I could have gotten in there. Yeah, but this this day and age, like, how does that not happen? At I don't know. The Rose Bowl. I don't know the. You know, again, I haven't been there in a long time. I've, I've been there twice, but I haven't been there in a long time. But it certainly is an interesting uh, situation. But I mean. Things happen, and you're, you're right. Back in your day, they would get they would have gotten some sweatpants. Now they're getting diamond rings and all kinds of jewelry and everything. But that's fine. I mean, Dion doesn't want to pay for it, so he's trying to get other people to pay for it. What was the first question? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Bobby Knight, basketball, and I, I I can't remember. There was a lot to it, but yeah, Byron, it, it wouldn't happen. Uh... At least here in Florida, and I think it is, it is hard. But even you know, if we're going to say it's a neutral site game, so to speak, and it's a Rose Bowl, and there's all these different things, although it's the home of UCLA, all these neutral site games, you, there's no way you can get into the locker room if you're a, an outside person. So it was either an inside job or they're or lying. I'm going to blame uh, Connor Stallions. I think he was the one who maybe did manipulated it. it. Yeah, he found a way to get it. At, I mean. Uh, or, I mean, and again, this is conspiracy, but could it be Dion telling a few kids to say, hey, we've lost three out of four, we're not looking good right now, let's uh, let's create a little story let's again let's for our, change, uh, the, yeah. change the narrative and yeah. make it look like we're bad and, um, you know, we're getting we're getting screwed now. And you, You're starting to sound like the cattleman a little bit. I like it. I mean, that's just because I don't think that you can break into a locker room. Well, they did. How do you again, know? Again, it's not a. You got pictures of all the stuff that was really taken. It's really not a campus facility. I mean, it's, I've been to there, and I flew. I drove from the uh, L.A. airport. It was a pretty good haul up there. So it's not on campus, even close to campus. So I don't know. Maybe they did a bad job. Man, I don't, I don't know what happened there. But uh, anyway. All right. Well, I do know we need to take a break, but we are uh, sitting outside of the swamp in absolutely gorgeous weather. Could not weather. be nicer. 72 degrees right now. We just saw a Hall of Famer today. Yeah, Stacy Nelson. Well, two two Hall of Famers. Well, that's right. Yeah. Francesca Nea was with uh, Stacy Nelson. So you never know who you're going to see when you stop by the swamp restaurant. So uh, come on by if you have a chance. If not, we're happy to uh, take your calls and try to inform you over the next few hours you're listening to the tailgate Gainesville Sports Center here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF good afternoon I'm Emma Pastis week 9 of the NFL season kicks off tonight as the Tennessee Titans head to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers after a standout debut game from Titans quarterback Will Levis last week he will make his second start for the team against the Steelers tonight. Don't miss coverage of the game here at 8 p.m. Florida men's basketball is back in action tonight as they are set to host their annual orange and blue scrimmage. The scrimmage will take place at 7 in the Exact Tech Arena. 
In more Gator news, Florida Volleyball looks to bounce back after falling to Arkansas on Sunday as they gear up to face the number 11 Tennessee Vols on Friday at 7 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jameel, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card, whether it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck. We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunny's. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our old cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we we can help you give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Meldon Law. We won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. 
From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You know what I mean. All right, we are back here on the tailgate live from the Swamp Restaurant. The legendary Swamp Restaurant, I should call it, because it is legendary. I actually, there's a chapter in my book. Uh, the, the last one I did, 100 Things You Need to Know About If You're a Gator Fan. A whole chapter in my book about this place and how it opened up in 1994 when the, uh, the original Swamp, when the uh, Gator Bowl was moved here. And now... The Gator Bowl is not no longer. I mean, there's a Gator Bowl game, but there is they don't call it the Gator Bowl anymore, and they're going to re- change it, and they probably need to because the field wasn't very nice for the Florida-Georgia game. And they it, it was so weird how as soon as Shamar James' news came out, they put a statement out saying, I, oh, we didn't do anything wrong. We did exactly what the NFL tells us to do with the field. We, we, it, it has nothing to do with this. And I'm like, eh, maybe it didn't. I don't know. but Seems a little odd. It's not good for your negotiations going forward. We, and I've already said this. I think the Florida-Georgia game has two years and it's done in Jacksonville. Well, I never thought I'd say that, but I, I mean, I think it is done. A new stadium, though. We'll uh, see if it makes a difference. New stadium seat 62. Yeah, that's not too good. Uh, what else, what is good, though, uh, tomorrow here at the Swamp from uh, our time till 7 o'clock, 4 to 7, they are going to have the uh, Friday Beers Tour presented by Voodoo Ranger. So they'll have uh, some free Voodoo Ranger beers, some free merch out here. So nice. come out and, uh, and enjoy that. So you can come over and see us at the Hilton and then uh, come over here for the last hour or so and Get yourself it some. It sounds like a good happy free hour. burr. Yeah, that's what it's all to about. Do both those things. Yeah. All right, back to the phones we go again. Three nine two eight two five five. If you want to chat, it is Chuck's turn to call us and talk here on the show. Hey, Chuck, welcome. Dozo, what's up? How you doing, bro? Doing great, man. Rangers. That was uh, that was awesome. That was actually about the first that? game I really watched. I watched a lot of it because the guy had the no-no going in the, after six. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> um, no, it was it was uh, it was good. It was good to see the Rangers win, and uh, that was the only team left with a Gator on it. So good for Dane Dunning. Pretty cool. There was actually that's, six hey, that, that's six a, SEC that's players on that for, team. That's a heck of a spot for Wyatt to be walking into, huh? Isn't that, it's crazy, man. You, Win the World Series, you got that that fourth pick in the draft, and you took him. Um, yeah, and I and I think they're going to find a spot for him. I mean, they absolutely loved him, so I, I would uh, think he's in a. And, and remember, they did that without freaking Degrom too, who might be the best pitcher yeah, in all I mean, of baseball. I mean, this this kid couldn't be sitting any better right now. I mean, you know, comes out of Florida, he's third pick, making a gazillion dollars, and. Uh, and he's going to the uh, World Series champions and stuff, so it's awesome. It's uh, yeah, really, really cool for him for sure. Hey, Dooley, did you send a book to the cattleman? Because I'm sure he's probably waiting for it. 
I did not. Did I promise him I was going to do that? I don't remember doing it. No, I don't know. I mean, if I would guess, if he dipped it, he probably opened it up and took a dump in it. But, uh, <laughs> hey, the, the way you feel about Bobby Knight is exactly how I feel about you, my man. I can't wait to see you in the obituaries next week. That's really nice, and uh, I appreciate that. And that that constitutes a death threat, and I will be uh, uh, talking to the authorities about it. Yes, sir, you do that. Done. I'm texting them right now. You do know some cops. I do. I know a lot of them. Some former cops. Uh, but, no, it, it was cool to – it's just – it's baseball. You got a no-hitter after six innings, but then your team can't score. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Corey Seager comes up. He gets fooled on a pitch, just pokes one down the left field line, gets on base, and now it changes the mentality. Evan Carter gets a hit. Next guy gets a hit. And then you're just like, boom, 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 all of a sudden one nothing. And then, but then getting out of that, I thought they still had a chance, you know. That, and that the, the bottom of the eighth really killed them. Yeah, yeah. brought in their closer, and well, it's top of, top of the ninth. Brought in their closer, and then top of the eighth. I'm talking about. I'm I'm sorry. Top of the eighth when they 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 had a runner on. They couldn't couldn't, but they just couldn't make anything happen. It is what it is. It is uh, it is baseball for sure, and there's only see if you know this. I was in a uh, doctor's office this morning and played played trivia with him, and I actually got all five right because he asked me. There are five teams slash franchises left that have not won a World Series. The Rangers are one of them, so now there was six. Now there's only five. Do you know what they are? Uh, I saw this graphic the other day, but I can't really remember. I'm going to go with Brewers. They're one. Uh, Padres? Yep. Mariners. Yep. I'm. That may be as far as I can go with it. Um, FSU. <laughs> that would have been great if they had fl- they flashed that up there as one of the yeah. schools that haven't won at all. That would have been pretty. Who, who funny. are the other two now? The Rays. Oh yeah. And Chicago. White Sox. How about this stat? That uh, Will Smith stat. Yeah, that? one last three World last Series. Last three World Series, and then the other one I loved was Araldos Chapman um, had uh, broke the Red was on the team that broke the Red Sox streak and the Ranger streak. That's that's pretty good. So I would have if I was the general manager, I would go. I want Will Smith and Araldos Chapman on, on my, my team, team next year. I don't care if they pitch at all. Just I want them on my team. They're good luck. Yeah, I mean Chapman threw one. 101 last night, got a big strikeout. No. So he's, he's still he got the, it. He's uh, the eighth, right? Uh, no, it was like the seventh. All right. I, I, I had it on with no sound, so I was watching football on the other one, which was – at one point I'm I'm literally watching a game between one and seven teams, and I went, Pat, the World Series is on. Come on. Yes. Just show Don't some respect. Stupid. Yes. Don't be stupid. All right, back to the phones we go. It's time for uh, our conversation with Lewis. Hey, Lewis, Welcome. Hello, hello, guys. How you doing? Good. Listen, I, I, I just want to get your opinion. Uh, Joe Manchin in the Senate has come forward with a bunch of proposals to change the portal. Uh, and a number of things bothered me uh, about his proposal, he and the former coach from Auburn. And one is, you get a scholarship to a college, you got to stay three years. Your fourth year, you can go ahead and go anywhere you want to go, but they're not going to allow 
if this bill gets passed and supported, anyone to transfer under three years and under. Uh, I thought that was shameful because if you, you know, Alabama is notorious for recruiting a lot of talent, and a lot of that talent has got to sit on the bench for two years before they ever get a start. And uh, some of those players have learned now, hey, I can go somewhere else and play this year as opposed to being on the, on the best wait my turn. Yeah, but uh, thing, but you but hold on, Lewis. But you know that going in, like yeah. if you're making that decision to go to Alabama, one, you're probably getting some money because you know they're getting the best of the best. So, I mean, if you can't sit there and wait behind somebody else, knowing that there's another four or five star ahead of you, then to me that that's a well, problem. I, feels, I love the rule. It feels a little well, yeah, like they're trying to react, overreact a little bit to me. I, I think yeah. I think that's the way it should be because that's the way baseball is, or at least well, before you can go professionally. Good. And then the other, if put a clause in there, if the coach leaves, then you can leave. Like you, you got to stay well, there three years unless the coach leaves. Well, the thing of it, well, that's not what they have proposed. But the thing of it is, I, I come to Alabama because I'm lured by all the championships they won, and I'm thinking I got a shot to beat out somebody. And then I find out. The system is too complicated. I'm not as talented as I thought. Now i got to sit on the bench three years before I can decide, well, hey, I better go somewhere uh, where I may have a better chance to play. The last thing I want to say is the other proposal he's bringing forward is you've got to be uh, associated in some way or connected somehow as a collective in order to give money to the school for the portal or to help support the NIL uh, piece of the recruitment uh, thing. So they just can't go out anymore if this passed and get donors to donate money if they're not associated with the uh, with the school in some in some way, shape or form. And then um, such as you being an alumni or or something of that. So I, I think I, I researched it. I want to see pound for pound what he was saying. Those two struck me as odd. Uh, those two struck me as you know, a kid could end up on a, on a team that, or even a kid that goes to a lousy school and, and, and can't, you know, they can't win. They uh, Look at Colorado when Dion took it over. You know, I would have wanted to bail out if after, as long as they've been off the map, you know, and if i got to stay there. Now, they did say they're going to keep the waiver, and I don't know what that means by keeping the waiver. Uh, maybe the coach and the kid agreed that he should go, and then maybe he can do something like that. I don't know. No, the the waiver but, uh, would be something medical happens, or you need to be closer to family, or but things again, like it's, that. It's just some proposal. Yeah, it's it's, it's obviously not yeah. not legit. Yeah. Did you listen to, or have you seen what they're proposing? Because I'm not telling you a half of it. Uh, it, it gets complicated. Uh, no, I, yeah. I have not not seen yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to hear what your listeners have to say for those who've seen it and heard it. Uh, but, hey, thank you guys for your opinion. You like the new changes if that are being proposed. Kids got to stay three years, fourth year. They can go anywhere they want to go. I, like I, don't, I, feel like, I feel like all these things that they're proposing are like, let's go back to the old ways when the NCAA could ruin your what you wanted to do in your life, and that's, that's what everybody's getting away from. It, it feels like they wanted to go back to that mentality. And I don't. I don't agree oh. with that. I think I don't know how you yeah. can put the toothpaste back in the tube, and that it feels absolutely. like that's what he's trying to do. And I don't think he, I don't think well, you can do that. And they gave the NCAA some teeth 
to research things, to decide to override a coach or to uh, override a player, you know, that yeah, that's in there. That's coming as well. You're absolutely right. Yeah. When you look yeah. at I mean, the obviously the coaches are behind this, so we'll see what happens. I, I suspect. Well, Tommy Tupperville is behind it for sure. Cause he's well, he's not really a coach, coach, so. <laughs> well, but he was, and he thinks he's an expert on the new day. The he old thinks day, he's an expert he on likes. a lot of things. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just want to throw that out. And maybe somebody's got a different point of view. All right, Lewis. Appreciate Thanks, you. Guys. Thanks so much. All right. All right. That uh, is uh, an interesting uh, topic. Certainly, if you want to talk about that, you can as well. We'll continue to do that after this break. 392-8255 if you want to call us here on the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
from athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Kevin Kugler here from Westwood One. Join Ross Tucker and me for Thursday Night Football to start NFL Week 9 when the Steelers host the Titans. Can Derrick Henry and Tennessee pick up a second straight win as they face T.J. Watt and the Pittsburgh defense? Or will it be the home team Steelers that get their offense on track to improve to 5-3 and three on the season? Find out on Thursday Night Football. Coverage starts Thursday night at 8, right here on WRUF. Wind's still gusting this evening and overnight will have partly cloudy skies. Temperatures getting chilly but not as cold as they were this morning. Lows for our Friday morning in the upper 40s and lower 50s. A mixture of sun and clouds tomorrow afternoon. Still a little bit breezy. Highs in the lower to mid-70s. We'll have a slight chance for a passing shower generally closer to the first coast and the St. Johns River. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on WRUF radio app. All right, we're back here at the Swamp Restaurant. Pat Dooley, Jeff Cardoza, we represent the tailgate. That's our, that's, that's, if we were going to have a uh, law firm, that would be called the tailgate. Pat Dooley. Dooley Cardoza. Yeah, sounds good. It wouldn't be a good, nobody would want to hire us because we don't, we never went to law school. Yeah, but I have a famous lawyer name, Supreme Court Justice, Benjamin Cardozo. So, we might have some street cred. Well, good for you. When it comes to that. Um, just got a, uh email coming in. Or, uh, Bob, read, news. Bob read the uh, the first draft of the uh, the mansion Tuberville proposal. and says, seems very reasonable to him. Lots of good things for players in it also. So, I'm sure that, uh, yeah, we'll have to go in and check it out and read it. But, again, I... If if the reason you're transferring is because lack of playing time, then I don't agree with that. You don't agree like, that you should have to sit out? No, I, I don't agree that you should bail. Like, you made that decision to go to that school. Right. You chose to go to that school for a reason, and just because you either A, didn't work hard enough and realize you suck, All right, let me- or B, the guy ahead of you is better... And you're going to sit there and whine and say, I'm one out? That's not how life works. Let me put it to you this way, okay? Let's say you, uh, you're you not playing, you're, you're dissatisfied with your time. Like, I'll give you a good example. Neil Anderson went into Charlie Pell. Work harder. And, and, and okay. That's, okay. And then your coach leaves. Okay. I said if your coach okay. leaves, you can leave. But what if your coach wants to leave and he, and he gets turned down at the last minute for a job? Now can you leave? No. Well, he was going to leave. Doesn't matter. He had no faith in you. Doesn't matter. You had no. No, I don't know. I just think there's got to be some player rights. There are player rights. You can leave after three years when you realize 
you suck and you're not going to play. But you can't put that back in the bottle, that you've allowed everybody to move whenever they want. Then instead of going to Alabama, go to UAB, where you're going to start for four years, and that's all you care about. You're living in Bobby Knight's world. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm living in a world that's realistic and not freaking coddling these kids that say, oh, my God, I'm not playing. The coach was mean to me. I'm going to go somewhere else now, and I'm going to get $50,000 to do it. You, you sound like, I, I don't know if you've seen, I'm sure you haven't. There's a new Frasier, okay, okay. from Paramount, and it is absolutely hilarious. It's just as good as the old one. Uh, but that's what happens. His kid, Freddie uh, Mercury, drops out, of, <laughs> drops out of Harvard, and that's the same thing. When he wants to quit, he goes, oh, yo, you can't, you can't uh, stick it out. You can't do that. Look. It is a coddle. You're right. It, we coddle everybody these days. Okay, so then why do you want it Urban to happen? Urban Meyer was ahead of the the of, ahead of the uh, curve on that on the coddling players. Only, but he only coddled the great players. But I mean, I, I it is what it is. I mean, I, I, but I'm not. How even, you gonna I'm put not in- talking about really coddling. I'm talking about the fact that players not happy. Because he's not getting enough playing time, yet he got wined and dined, and this college, whatever he decided to go to, spent all these resources to bring that kid to come there, and whatever they said convinced that kid and that parent to come to school there. So if you make that decision to then go to school there, you should have to stay there. All right. Let me just put this one to you, okay? You go to Florida State. Right. Yeah. Uh, they wind and dine you. They thought you were a, a big time player. You work your ass off as a freshman. Don't get to play very much. They get a guy ahead of you. They still get a guy ahead of you your second year, but you still you do everything they tell you to do. And but they and then the guy announces he's coming back for an, 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 his senior year. Why shouldn't you be allowed to go somewhere where you can play? You've done everything that they've asked you to okay, do. But you also. Just made my point. No, I did. I you think, made the made decision. You made the decision to go there when that guy that was ahead of you already and was playing was a Maybe sophomore. Maybe he didn't know he was that good. Maybe he 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 became a great player. Well, then, and you're working hard. Then, Some guys aren't meant to be great college football players. I understand. It's not that. in their DNA. They I, they think they are and they're not. But transferring because you're not playing is just not to me a real reason. Sound like a Co- dad. Coach leaves, fine. I'm totally happy because you made that commitment to go play for that coach. And that's the reason why you wanted to go to that, that place. But a lot of people would say, no, you committed to the school. You I don't agree with that. I, I agree with you, too. I think, yeah, I, I mean, you go on five or six visits, you're going to pick the place that you get along best with the coach. Coach, I And need have you. that relationship. <laughs> coach, I need you to take this job because then I'm going to transfer there. I mean, that's the thing that bothers me more than anything is coaches who take players after they leave from one place and go to another. I, I, that is the one thing I would outlaw if it was up to me. Of course, it's never up to me. No, it is. All right, let's get back to the phones. It is uh, Jan's turn to join us. Hey, Jan, welcome to the tailgate. Yeah, hi. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I, I guess I would, uh, putting aside the start with the rights of the wrongs of how this treats students, and I'm all for a student. I mean, not the players, athletes, uh, whatever on, on this. I'm all for their rights. Uh, 
why is the federal government getting involved in this at all? Why would state government or any get government? I mean, does it, do they get involved in, let's say, sportscasters? What are, what are the rules about you changing your jobs? Does that make any sense? Well, they get involved in things they shouldn't be involved in, but and this probably is one of them. The problem this is, is absolutely, no, I mean, nobody else is getting involved, though. The NCAA has thrown up its hands and goes, we, we, we don't have any answers. Tough. I mean, this college athletics is a business now, and it has been. I mean, are, there any, are they proposing any rules for what, co- what the coaches can do or what the athletic directors can do? I mean, it's what the market will bear. Leave whenever you feel like it. Why don't the, why aren't the rules about them made by the Senate? I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But you're going to have rules about the players. They're the only ones in this that they're talking about putting rules on. Well, I, mean, I would I would agree with that. I'd be fine with saying, okay, if a coach signs a four year deal, he cannot leave. Then he won't sign a four year deal. Well, yeah, right. He should. Well, the NCAA, which is my understanding, it's an it's a, it is formed. It's a basically owned by all the member. Universities and colleges. Yep. They have, they are ultimately are the ones who have lost control of this. And in my opinion, they lost control of it when it was like you know coaches get paid whatever the market will bear. They can leave whenever they. I mean, it's a ridiculous situation, and it created a situation where the players are there, and they're saying people are becoming millionaires on this. What am I a sucker? I mean, that's really the, what the situation is, and. And, and in my opinion, this should not be the government should not be involved in this. This should be the university and the colleges get together and say, "Hey, we really screwed this up. Let's get control again and make rules that apply first top down." You know, I don't the disagree AD. with you, Jan. But how are you going to get all the universities together when they can't even? I mean, Do they have they, a brain? Do they see that they've trashed their own system? This I is going to. This is not going to end well. All they're thinking well, is, how can we be better as a conference? Or, or That's all make more money. Yeah, or make more money. So well, ma- exactly. But it's I capitalism that- at its at its epitome. It, to be honest with you, it, it, it is. And you talk about the coaches making all this money, and that's what they do. And and we talked about this yesterday, Jeff. You get paid for what you've done, not what you're going to do. And and that's where people get mad. And Tyler from Spartanburg gets involved. <laughs> You know, I mean, there's I mean, all kinds of pe- uh, parts of the university making a lot of money on this, but I think that they're ruining the product, and the product is going to decline over time. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but you know, they're sort of they're killing the killing the system here with a kind of obviously corrupt, unfair situation. So I don't. Know. Anyway, thanks for listening to me. Yeah, Jan, thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Look, if they haven't turn me away from it i don't think they can turn anybody away from it but i will say this a lot of it is and it goes back to the whole thing we've talked about with gambling how gambling i mean pretty soon you're going to see like caleb williams for draftkings.com you know i mean where players are going to be endorsing gambling um it's just the way things are going and and again everybody's trying to reach a younger audience you're you're trying to reach the the taylor the swifties you know, you're trying to reach people that are spending the money. There was a lot of uh, Swifty uh, Halloween costumes, by the way. Yeah, there sure was there a, a ton. All right, we need a break, but here, got a uh, a great email sent to us by a uh, a great person. I don't know if he wants us to uh, say who he is, so I'm not going to say who he is. Yeah, I'll tell you. Well, you got the same thing. So, oh. um, <laughs> it is a quote from Tubby Smith, who was uh, pretty decent, right? We had over 800 Division One players transfer last year. Over 800. 
Come on, teaching them how to quit, that's what we are doing. That's not going well. Let's quit. Tubby says, I remember calling my dad when I was a freshman. High Point College. Dad, people are not treating me, this and that. I'm unhappy here. There wasn't two blacks in the whole school. My dad, he said, son, somebody do something to you? Tubby says, no. Says, are you still getting a scholarship? Yes. You still feeding? Get? Are they still feeding you? Yes. Are they still housing you? Yes. You still getting an education? Yes. Sir, he said, you can't come home. Your bed's been taken, but you can join the Army. Best thing he ever said to me. Well, and that goes back to a lot of old school parents. And and Alex Brown's got the famous Alex Brown story where uh, he had Spurrier called his dad and said, uh, your son wants to quit because we're moving him to defensive end. And he put his son on his phone. He goes, son, what did you say when you committed to the University of Florida? Well, Coach, I said that uh, – I mean, uh, Dad, I said that uh, – I was gonna, I was gonna do whatever it take to win games, and he goes, exactly, and hung up the phone. Yeah. So he moved. I mean, but that is a different mentality than what we have today. The what? parents, it's, I mean, you're, you're one of the few flat, flat top parents out there. You know, <laughs> guys that are like they want their their kids to I do mean, things the right way, and I just think you commit to a place, then uh, stick it I out. I know, I know, but it's. I did it for twenty years. I know you did. All right, we got to get a break. We'll uh, take this final one, come back, and uh, wrap up the first hour live from the swamp. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. Florida men's basketball is back in action tonight as they are set to host their annual Orange and Blue scrimmage. The scrimmage will take place at 7 p.m. tonight in the Exact Tech Arena. In more Gator news, Florida Volleyball looks to bounce back after falling to Arkansas on Sunday, and they gear up to face the number 11-ranked Tennessee Vols on Friday at 7 p.m. Also, Week 9 of the NFL season kicks off tonight as the Tennessee Titans head to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. After a standout debut game from Titans quarterback Will Levis last week, he will make his second start for the team against the Steelers tonight. Don't miss coverage for the game here at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Your commute to work, a trip to the grocery store, even dropping your kids off at a football practice. Get paid to do it all with Rapify, an app built for people like you to supplement your time on the road. 
Road. The good news? We're live in Gainesville, but spots are limited. Sign up now to earn up to $450 per month, plus added swarm event bonuses for getting your vehicle wrapped. Head to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and download the Rapify app to get started today. That's Rapify. W-R-A-P-I-F-Y. We look forward to seeing you on the road with us. International Diamond Center's most anticipated sale of the year is this weekend. Friday through Sunday. Our biggest and final store-wide event. Get up to 20% off or get three years zero interest financing. Getting engaged, upgrading or diamond, looking for that perfect gift. You can't miss this. IDC's best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry, even GIA certified diamonds. Save up to 20% or get three years zero interest financing. It's incredible. And it's this Friday through Sunday only. And only at IDC at Celebration Point. Here's the kickoff. And this game is underway. Can't make it to the game? This season, make sure you get the best at-home experience with video and audio from Electronics World. EW features big-screen HD TVs and projectors from Sony and Super Sound from Yamaha, Sony, and Marantz with speakers from Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, and Martin Logan. See and hear for yourself. Visit Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Man, this hour went fast. Good hour when you're arguing. Yeah. Wish uh, arguments with your significant other would make things go by quicker. Well, I don't want to say that because I'm taking mine to the airport at 5 in the morning. Nice. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get a call to uh, finish up the hour, and that is going to be Roger joining us live from the swamp. Hey, Roger, what's up? Roger. They were raised about the West Virginia proposal. You know, one of the things that uh, used to be true, and I don't know if it's still true, is that the scholarships are uh, annual events. Yep. And, you know, and, you know, do you think it would be fair for a guy to come in there and work his butt off and then not have his scholarship renewed because the coach screwed up and said, I thought you could be a great player and now I have my depth. That's one thing. Um you know, the other thing is, you know, a lot of sports, including baseball, the scholarships are uh, not full rides. They're partial grants and aid. And, you know, somebody can have the amount of scholarship cut from year to year, depending upon what the coach wants to do. And the third thing is, or at least third of the, probably a list of 100, uh, you know, when kids are getting recruited, Bobby Knight didn't go in there and grab some guy by the throat and say, you got to sign. But he might grab some player by the throat, you know, after he signed, and he's playing. I mean, you know, and I don't mean, you know, the, the extreme of, of actual physical abuse, which, you know, can happen, as we know. But it can be the case that a guy gets to there, and he and the coach just don't get, get along together. And, you know, I know the coach is the boss, and he doesn't have to get along with the employees, but, you know, you can be miserable playing for somebody that uh, doesn't treat you well and doesn't show you any respect after you've signed. 
So those are some thoughts I think should go into this mix when we start to, to get ready to criticize the players for not being willing to live out their commitments. Oh well, yeah, and no, and I think those are all very fair, Roger, and, and I think that's fine. But again, I I would say you already know what Bob Knight is or who he is, probably making that decision. Yeah, you, you probably are going there, there thinking you're going to get choked. No, but you're also you know you're you're going to get some tough love. Yeah, knowing what type of style coach that he is, and you and you make that decision. Um, so yeah, I mean there, there's a lot of different things, and yeah, and and if you're unhappy. Fine, I, I get that. I mean, nobody wants to stay in an unhappy situation. But, you know, the, and what you're saying about the scholarships being annual, that's true. If I think there should be a clause in there. If they decide to cut your scholarship, then, yeah, of course you can transfer. I think I thought the SEC went to they were not going to do them anymore. We're gonna, not going to do annual. We're going to do you get a four-year deal. I don't know if that's true or not. I know we have to take a break. We have to get out. Yeah, got to hit the uh, the top of the hour. Thank you, Roger, and you know, right, with, with baseball too. So if they if they cut your scholarship, then you should have a right to leave because they made a commitment to you. If that commitment changes, then yeah, you should yeah, be able to do that, and not forced to say the three years. But they're giving you three years worth of a scholarship, then you should got to honor that scholarship. That's the way I feel. That's okay. Uh, but one, that one last thought. No, we I can't. We got to go. Yeah, we, we got to go, Roger. Appreciate you. Um, top of the hour when we come back. Chris Harry might show up, unless he's already drinking a beer somewhere. We'll uh, chat with him about some Florida basketball. Fantastic. Left Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day, and it just kept on hurting for months. From my high school football and wrestling days, I already had a little bit of damage in there, but this just sent it over the edge. Chad tried traditional treatments with no improvement. When he turned to the non-surgical regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. It was really fascinating how they did their work, and the science behind it was very intriguing, and it works. Extracting the cure out of my own body blew my mind. It's like I'm brand new again. It was fantastic. That's because the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments use your body's own healing power to restore damaged tissue in your hips, shoulders, back, and knees, providing long-lasting relief. Now I'm back at the gym. I'm 100% feeling great. If you're tired of suffering with pain from arthritis or injury, call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. 
I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000 at Melden Law. We won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat we are back here live at the swamp restaurant jeff is going to take a little break and we're going to bring on our good friend chris harry from floridagators.com who of course covers basketball and other sports at florida by the way you should have been here a little earlier what i miss Stacy Nelson was here. Stacy Nelson. Stacy Nelson, and, and she was here with Francesca. She was before my time. Stacy Nelson, one of the, not only one of your one favorites. Of the, I've oh. heard you. I've heard you say. Yeah, she's yep. Yep. she's right one of the great ones, right? I think Tim Walt still thinks she's the best player to ever play. That's well, that's high praise, boy, right there, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Better yes. than Lauren Hager. Better than well, she was a pretty good player too. Yeah, she was. All right, well, we're going to talk basketball, and of course, the Gators open up Monday. Against um, Loyola, Maryland. Loyola, Maryland. Is Paul Westhead still coaching? <laughs> Wrong coast, Pat. Wrong coast. Okay. That's Loyola, Marymount. No, well, what is it, Loyola? Lo- Maryland. Loyola, Maryland. Maryland. Not yes. Loyola, Cincinnati. Not Loyola, okay. not Loyola uh, Chicago, right? Oh, yes. Wasn't that the Sister Jean, right? That was, yeah. Okay. Okay. They came yes. in here and smashed yes. the Gators. Tonight, by the way, is the orange and blue scrimmage. And gotcha. uh, that is an open to public, kind of like a lift the curtain kind of thing for the team. People can come. Uh, they did it last year, Todd's first year. Um, they did it, I think, I'd have done it once with Mike when he was here, I believe. But, um, you know, they'll play two quarters of live basketball, split up the squads a little bit. Um, then have a dunk and a three-point shooting contest afterwards, about a 90-minute deal or so. So a uh, chance for um, the 
public to get a look at players, and that which is a good thing nowadays because nobody knows who's on teams anymore from no. from year to year. There's only four guys back from this team last year, and no players from Mike White's last team. So it's been t- quite a trans- transition the last couple of years. Yeah, and again, but five, it's no, it's, but it's the way it is. Five Everybody. guys got in the portal, and, you know. Yep. Went to all kinds of weird places, yep. but yep. Um, and again, I I don't know. I'm just curious because you're around Todd a lot, and. Uh, his comfort level just as a coach. And I'm not just talking about the team he's got this year versus last year, but just being around a, a place for a year, you know. Oh, yeah, there's some, definitely something to be said for that. I mean, don't knowing uh, the ins and outs of places and how the administration works and um, knowing the league, going to the league. Not that he didn't uh, have a knowledge of it before. He was in. He was at Auburn for two years as an assistant with Pearl when they were bad. Um, but, I mean, yeah, he, he – that's, that's basically his only two years in the South. So, um, you know, getting out on the recruiting trail, you know, uh, uh, establishing contacts at various right. schools, um, you know, that that kind of thing. And, and and you know, when you when you think about it, he he parachuted in here the last week in March of 2022, and he had to cobble together that roster, whatever he did, and he inherited what he had and. Um, you know that that's they, they had to build their first team, and I don't think it was a case much of of how the SEC played as, you know, knowing 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 your team and going out and figure out how how you want to play and getting the right guys. And you know, I think they'll tell you um, they didn't do a great job about with it last year, as as you know, in terms of how they wanted to play. And I think they'll tell you they think they did a better job this year. Um, they want to play with with bigger players. Everybody does, yeah. but they also want those <laughs> bigger players to be athletic and and smart and uh, aggressive, and they want guys that can shoot better. And let's face it, this this program hasn't had very good shooters the last few years. No, last year was the third worst three point shooting uh, uh, a team in school history. The year before was the worst three point shooting team in school history, and. You know, they went out. The they, obvious question they got to rectify that. Then quit shooting the threes. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know, you got to think they're going to go in, though. I mean, you got to run what you're going to run. And, I mean, and, and if you just got caught, Alex, fuck. And if you just got <laughs> Colin Castleton as your, as your threat, and, you know, he's being double teamed and got to kick the ball out, you know, yeah. you got you to gotta shoot open shots. And you just hope, like to make a you couple. just hope Kowasi Reeves isn't shooting 19 percent against yeah. SEC competition, oh, but that's the way it is. Remember, I remember after the uh, Georgia game last year, and Mike White was in the press room, and he, mm-hmm. he was uh, obviously very gracious mm-hmm. to all of us, yes. uh, as yes, he always yes, yes. was. Right. Great guy, and doing a heck of a job up there uh, with recruiting. But he um, he was like, I think Kowasi had a big game in that game. I don't know how many points he had but anyway he had a big game and he was talking about he goes man that that stroke I, when i was watching that stroke and I, I was like oh man that stroke and, and i'm like yeah why doesn't the ball go in though <laughs> he had a great stroke it did look um, it looked beautiful but it just never went in the basket you know i don't i don't i don't know how great it was uh <laughs> um yeah, i'm just I'll, I'll just i'll just let the digits stand <laughs> gosh <laughs> You know, I, I, you I, are I, what I, your shooting percentage. You are. Right? I mean, that's there's no doubt about that. I mean, I, I, I hope he has. I hope he finds finds that shot at Yellow at, at Georgia Tech. And of the five players that left, he was the only one that went high major. So oh. that says something about you know who was on the team last year, um, in my opinion. It so. does. Well, let's talk about who's on the team this year. And obviously, it's a lot bigger team. And 
I know you talked about it uh, with me, and you helped me out with the story I did for um, the alumni uh, newsletter about how he wants to play with two bigs. Yep. And he obviously that wasn't the case last year. He didn't have two bigs. No. So, and after he lost Colin, he really didn't have one. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Right. So now this year um, he's got he's brought a lot of guys in, mm-hmm. and we'll see how how good they play, but. I know they've been secret scrimmages and everything, but all the signs are that they've been pretty good so far. Yeah, yeah there's not a whole lot to the secret scrimmages as far as being secrets anymore. I mean, I mean, within five minutes after the game's over, you're getting texts of you see texts or tweets of box scores and whatever. So <laughs> people can probably people probably saw some of those. But uh, uh, you know, you you got a seven-one guy, and just the thing about the last couple of years um, with some of the transfers. The transfers that came here the last few years, I mean, I, I you know, I, I liked Flan Fleming. Flan Fleming won three games uh, the year before he came to Florida. Uh, Brandon McKissick was on a, a, a losing team. I liked that kid, too. Um, uh, I don't think Trey Bonham's team was very good at VMI. No. They came here. But so ta- you want guys to know how to win. Yeah. So let's start with 7-1 Micah Hanlockton, who was the Sun Belt Conference freshman of the year last year, averaged almost 10 rebounds a game. Um, about eight points a game. I think he shot 71% from two. Uh, and he's the first seven-footer to come here since Dwayne Shinsis. But he was on a team that won 24 games. Um, they brought in, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Tyree Samuel from Seton Hall. Now, they went to the NIT last year, but Seton Hall was an NCAA tournament team before. So he's he's he, he's been around success. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I, there were so many transfers. Now I'm trying to. I'm trying. Um, Julian Richmond is a guy. He's gonna. He, he's gonna play a little bit tonight. And he's the, he's he's mending from, from a uh, from a knee injury. The kid they got from Australia. Well, he's a freshman. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm I'm going. I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about these transfers right now. Walter Clayton Jr., who's my favorite player of among these new guys. Really? He won. He played for Rick Pitino for two years. He won. They won their conference regular season two years in a row. They won their. Uh, they went to the NSA tournament last year. He was the player of the year in his league. So he's well. He's he, obviously he knows how to win. And I got. I got one more. It's the kid. As I am pulling, came from Cal, Cal Riverside. They won. They won eighteen or nineteen games last year. So uh, and he and he was a first team all all West Coast conference. So the, these guys were successful and won. They were they were good um, all star kind of players right. that won games. So I I like that as a starting point. Uh, yeah, Walter in. Walter Clayton was obviously really good because they lost an exhibition game to Pace the other night. Walt, so. Walter Clayton didn't play against Pace that I know. No, of. He, no, I'm talking about the, they lost. Who's they? Uh, Patino's team lost to uh, Pace the other night. St. John's lost. Yes, you sure won Louisville. Uh, they, but they lost another. Maybe it wasn't that Louisville lost to Pace. They lost to somebody else. Yeah, and everybody yeah, was like yeah. Rick Patino went to St. Yeah. John's from Iona. Yeah, and 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 Walter obviously was highly sought by Patino to follow him and be there, be their dude there, ball handler and what have you. But he decided to come here. He was a uh, high-level safety recruit uh, out of Lake Wales, where he played with Jervon Dexter, and he just he didn't like football as much as he liked basketball, and just quit. Transferred to Bartow, won back-to-back state championships. This guy's this guy's a, 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 a alpha male, and he he gets after teammates to yeah. the to the point and to the point that I haven't seen in terms of being an on-court kind of alpha since Scotty was here. And I want to put. I don't want to put that kind of pressure on him. That's just what I've seen, and it's something that's been missing from this program. He's going to get when he doesn't like something going on. He 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 has the 
he has it in him to say something, but he also has the green light to say something to the coach, and they respect it because he has such a high high IQ. Like I said, he's he's my favorite of of these transfers, and uh, you know I kind of I kind I kind of like the transfer class. Yeah, we'll uh, and we're going to take a break in a minute, and then we'll have Chris on for another segment. But I do I do want to ask you about I, I don't know if it's a concern that you have or a concern that Todd Golden has, and I th- but I think every coach has it when you bring in a group of guys like that from all these different places who have played in all these different conferences, whether it clicks, whether the yeah. chemistry's there. Yeah, and, and you know, it's just, it's the conversation every coaching staff in the country is having. Yeah. It's just the way college basketball is in 2023. Um, one of the different things about this team, uh, you mentioned Alex Condon, the Australian kid, um, Thomas Hawk, the, uh, uh, an- another freshman. Um, it's, it was weird. They got here in May. And usually freshmen show up in July, so they were they were they were a couple months ahead of ahead of the game. Walter got Walter got here in May or early June, so they've been around each other long enough. And it's it, you know I you can, you can sit there and 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 talk about that, but um, it's no different right. than what they're what they're dealing with at uh, uh, you know Georgia or at or at LSU or any of those other places that True. are having True. four four or five tra- tra- transfer players. And you, you want you want guys to get along. That's why Todd has has had bond kind of things they, they had a bowl they had a bowling outing they had a movie outing he's been they've been over to his house um to to watch football games and that kind of thing so that's everybody does that um what really bonds teams is success on the court yes exactly so, <laughs> winning big games winning, winning winning big games and making three-point shots yes. nobody's closer yeah. than the best teams in america that's right that's right that's right all right we'll take a break we'll come back talk more with chris harry about from floridagators.com about florida basketball also want to get his thoughts on uh the death of bobby knight all that and more coming up here on and if you want to get a call in give us give us a call we'll be happy to uh ask chris some questions here on the tailgate on espn wruf gainesville sports center here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jackson Colding. Thursday night football will be in Pittsburgh tonight with the Titans traveling to the Steelers. Will Levis will be making his second start in the NFL and looking for his second win. Coverage starts right here tonight at 8. Gators men's basketball has its orange and blue scrimmage tonight at 7 at the O'Connell Center. This will be a tune-up for the season opener on Monday against Loyola, Maryland. Gators basketball star Riley Kugel was voted as a member of the SEC preseason first team by the coaches. He is the only Gator on the first or second team. Gators volleyball hosts 11th-ranked Tennessee Friday night. The Gators are coming off a 3-0 loss to now 8th-ranked Arkansas. Tune in for coverage right here at 645 tomorrow evening. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colden. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that sight is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. 
No jobs too small, they do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. 2023 is flying by, and suddenly it's football season. Get your friends and family together and come on down to Gainesville's iconic restaurant, Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. At Leo's, we're serving our famous deep-dish pizza, heavenly garlic knots, and the ever-popular salad bar the same way we've been doing it since 1976. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for the sexy food pics and the fundraising calendar. And, of course, don't forget to say you heard me on the tailgate. Oh, no, not only salsa do. We're constantly telling you about all the great things that you can go buy at Oaks Jewelry at a fraction of the cost of getting things at the mall across the street. And while that's still true, now's the perfect time to have Oaks Jewelry buy something from you. Gold and silver prices have skyrocketed. And if you got anything just laying around in the drawer or you just need a little extra cash, we'll take it to Oaks Jewelry and walk out of there a winner. The price of gold hasn't been this high in a really long time, so now's the perfect time to stop by and get the most out of it. Turn that old jewelry that you never wear into a great trip somewhere this summer. Oaks Jewelry, making people sparkle and smile for decades. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell. Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here live at the Swamp Restaurant. Just talked to Ryan, the owner of the Swamp. And, uh, Ryan's a neighbor of mine. He lives five houses away from me. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah, and a, I didn't know uh, until I met him in here, and, and, and we started 
sharing some neighborhood wars. It's kind of like a Beverly Hillbillies type neighborhood, right? You know, with big mansions and everything. I guess. Not Come really. Listen to a story. Not really. All right. Um, We're close to town. Not like you. I do want to get your take on. Uh, I'm way out. On uh, Bobby Knight's passing away. I'm. You being in the media, we yeah. just talked about it. Jeff, uh, of course, loved him because he's not in the media and liked liked a coach who would make you play hard. As a media member, mm-hmm. I had some stories about him, and mm-hmm. they were not all positive. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I certainly I. It's almost like when I don't like a program or don't like a player, or, you have to still respect what they do. Yep, yep. But you also have to be able to see the warts. Yeah, I mean, uh, not a pleasant person. Obviously, <laughs> I mean, could you could? Uh, I'm sure a lot of his. I know a lot of his former players absolutely swore by him. I mean. Uh, you know, I worked uh, three years with Dusty May, who yeah. absolutely adored him, yeah. as and he was a manager. And I'm gonna guess that there were times where the relationship between Bobby Knight and the managers wouldn't be considered nurturing. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna go with that. I mean, but uh, yeah, did I ever? Some, it's funny we're seeing uh, highlights of him right here. Oh, it's the chair, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw him. Do you remember John Gertis, the SID? Yes, I, I do. Yeah. I think if I'm, if memory serves me, and it's been a long time, he he. Bob Knight was late coming to a press conference one time, it and then was. sent it, yes. sent it, sent a, a someone to tell him he won't be coming in. So John Goder steps up, Coach Knight won't be coming in, and like not long after that. Bob Knight comes storming in, screaming at John Gertis for saying that he wasn't going to come in, yep. and and just it was it was an incident. Um, there are a lot I, of them. There, there, there is one that I think is is kind of humorous, but I mean I wouldn't like to have been the the brunt of it. Uh, hopefully I, I wouldn't have been, but. Uh, I guess he came. There was one game where he came out in a post-game press conference. and He starts talking about how how the game changed. The turning point of the game was when uh, uh, when when they went to zone and just played. And our they just they just couldn't do anything against our zone. You know, our zone was at this that he never played zone one possession. <laughs> and of course, everyone wrote the next day. You know, that, like so so, so like, yeah, 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 I know. And there are some people just sitting there grinning. Bobby, we know you, we didn't play, and, yeah, and they knew yeah. they knew what he was doing and let yeah. him get away with it. So. Um, but uh, I met him um, pers- one time when he was doing a Gator game at Texas A&M. Went up and, and talked to him just you know briefly. But that's really my relationship uh, or, or my yeah, running running with him. But I mean, I, I rooted against uh, Indiana a lot, I did too. Uh, probably because <laughs> probably because they were they, they were they were really good all the time. Yeah, that was part of it. I yeah, mean, I rooted yeah. against UCLA a yeah, lot too yeah, when yeah. I was a kid. You yeah, know, yeah. And and uh, now I look back and I go, man, I lo- I love that team. And the more I look at them, but Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, that undefeated team in '76 uh, was a huge deal with Quinn Buckner and everybody. But Kent Benson, Kent Benson, Scotty May, right? Posted, Kent Benson with Quinn post Buckner, you right? Quinn Buckner, Quinn Buckner. Yeah. yeah. Some of those guys went on to OK NBA careers. I don't think any of them like, absolutely did anything. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, we got a few phone calls, so let's go ahead and take one. Let's see. Uh, Tennessee Mike is up next. So, uh, Mike, what's going on? You're on with uh, Pat Dooley and Chris Harry from FloridaGators.com, your favorite publication. <laughs> Mike. I guess he's not here. He's not on with his favorite publication. Mike, not there? You're going to call him a cattleman. Oh, I'm not. I, okay, then. We'll just go to the next call. You have, okay. We'll just won't. You have to call him the cowman. 
The cow. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, I'm here. Oh, oh. there he is. Okay. Hey, cow. Yeah. I think, I, I think you got back to the studio. hit the wrong button there. <laughs> How hey, are guys, you? Want, uh, great. Guys, I want to start with Bobby Knight, and then Pat heard some interesting football stuff out of you today. Um, first off, guys, I understand Bobby Knight's a polarizing figure. There are a lot of polarizing figures out there. Spurrier would be a polarizing figure. Sir? Um, yeah. Uh, I think Bobby Knight, there are a lot of great coaches. We get so used to America say this guy's the best or this flavor's the best. Bobby Knight's the best damn basketball coach I ever saw. He was very good. I mean, he won a lot of championships, yeah, but, won three nationals. I mean, I, I wouldn't argue with Wooden, uh, uh, you know. But yeah, and 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 to to Mike's point, uh, John Wooden probably had much better players than, than Bobby Knight yeah. did. But I think the uh, Mike the the uh, the polarizing part of Bobby Knight is that he he could be such a horse's ass so, so many times and treat people so poorly. I mean, uh, that's. You know, you're headbutting managers or trying to strangle players and stuff like that, and just treating people like, 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 like dog crap. Sometimes I think that's and 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 that got and that got out. But I mean, you cannot and nobody would ever challenge uh, uh, the the ability to coach of Robert Montgomery yeah. Knight to, yep. to be sure. So I will I will oh, yeah. abso- I will absolutely give you that. Yes. Yeah, I think probably the, the tip top of the mountain was who had undefeated in '76 and that's won right. the national title. That's right. Didn't that's lose right. a game. That's right, and nobody's done it since. That's right. Yeah, I mean, he's the only coach to ever done that, right? Not that, no, John Wooden uh, went like five years without losing. Yeah, 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 right. Of course, of course, you know, we all know he was getting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Walton and right. all That's that right. jazz. That's so. right. That's right. But uh, you know, well, I want to move along, but okay. um, uh, you know, a lot of very ultra successful people maybe aren't the most pleasant people to be around on a day-to-day basis. Ask Terry Dane. What? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't remember Spire being too pleasant to Terry Dane. Terry Dean. Terry Dean. Terry Dean is, I think, who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. But if you talk to Ter- t- t- Terry Dean, will, they'll both actually speak kind of uh, admirably about other, each yeah. other right now, yeah, to, to be honest with you. But, I mean, okay. I mean Spur- Spurrier's – if Spurrier had a grudge against you, it's usually because he thought he'd been wronged by you or, you know, he was moving on trying – you know, yeah, tr- yeah, try, yeah, trying yeah, to win, win yeah. games. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call him a bully by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I respect the excellence. I like Bobby right. Knight and Coach Spurrier. Right, I respect right. the excellence. Right. Uh, hey, Pat, uh, I heard something new out of you today. Uh, so you're saying the um, cocktail party's uh, two years and done, two and done. I think there's a real good chance of that happening. Yeah. Done forever, done. forever. Uh, no, out of uh, in Jacksonville. Just for a couple. Years? No, I they, think they're done. Oh, they're done. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I listen I've heard most from days, of course. Close to yeah, me. I listen yeah. most days, of course. I don't I don't remember ever hearing you say that before, Pat. No, it's, it's he's something. Breaking, he's breaking news, Calman. Well, uh, you know, I don't know how they're, I mean, the, the, you're going to, uh, if you go back to Jacksonville, you're going to cut 10,000 people out of the stadium, right? And I don't know that that's going to be sit well with people. The other thing is, Florida can make and Georgia can both make so much more money going to neutral sites. I think it'll be in Atlanta, Orlando, sometimes Tampa, uh, that kind of a deal where that they do. And, and that's and now again, every time Macon, I, Macon, <laughs> yes, Montgomery. I don't know, uh, but you know, it, it's. I, I think it is. I so think, you're not there. They won't play them on campus. I don't think they want to. I think okay. they they want to. It's more money. I mean, you make one to three million playing a game on campus, right? Depending on who you're playing. Okay. You make five to seven if you play it on a neutral site. And I, you know, again, I think 
Both schools, nobody's ever turning down money. Are you saying it's about money? It's about money. Ron Zook told me that Tuesday night. Hey, one more thing for you, Pat. Um, This SEC slate this week has gotten a lot of chatter on the show. Pretty interesting to me. Florida, Arkansas, Kiffin, and and Jimbo. Um, Of course, Georgia, Missouri. And then you look at Kentucky, Mississippi State, and the uh, Bama-LSU game. Really intriguing slate. But I guess uh, last thought for you. Is this a loser leaves town match? If um, if Arkansas um, slips into town and takes out Napier, is Napier two and done? No, no, not even a no, not God. even a chance even of that happening. Not even close. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Well, and I don't think I don't think Sam Pittman's going to. I don't care what his record ends up being. I mean, they're, they're yeah. you're talking about a guy who dug them out of a grave. Yeah. Well, I know, but we're looking Morris. at two coaches on the top ten on coaches' hot seat, and I just yeah, wonder well, what happened yeah, if Arkansas keep... won. You can keep quoting that as long as you, you want. Who, who is Coach's Hot Seat? Is that it, a website? It's a bad website, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> no, it's it's always – he's always got, all, you know, all these people on uh, – Sam Pittman's been there more than two years, hasn't he? Four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I – But he also – I agree that Sam, Sam Pittman's, you know, got some stuff to worry about, don't you think? I don't think so because it was in the worst place – it was the worst place in Florida was. With uh, Chad Morris, was mm-hmm. there. I mean, they hadn't won a they hadn't won a conference game. I think one in two years, mm-hmm. and he, right away, he they got better. Then he got better. It, you know, he had that second year bump. Won I think eleven games that year, or nine. Eleven? Nine. Wow. Nine games. Okay. He won. Um, and then, but they then they've kind of declined. But he's had. Uh, I mean, he's he, he sounds like a desperate coach when you're changing coordinators, mm-hmm. and then you're. Telling the coordinator just run basic plays because we can't, you know, we our guys can't figure it out otherwise. So I don't know. It's a weird, weird dynamic there at Arkansas. Okay. All right. Let Let's get one last thought from you. Um, you know as well as I do, the yes. SEC is really good. The SEC media boys picked Florida eight. And I, I said I can't argue with that. I've seen I've seen him ninth in some yeah, places. I, I haven't seen him a lot hard. Whoa! I just got whacked <laughs> right in my head. Ow! No. And I don't. But I. I mean, my point is, yeah, it may be eighth or ninth, and that may get them into the tournament. But or they could be better than that. I don't know. But until we actually right. watch them play. Yeah. Uh, that's what. That's what it's going to boil down to. Now, two of the two of the best uh, teams in the league are dealing with you know severe injuries. Tulu Smith is hurt at Mississippi State, and 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 Zakai Ziegler. Uh, uh, Cowman's guy at at, at uh, Tennessee, yeah. it's, it blew out his knee. It was either late February or early March last year. So, right. you know, those guys are, are supposed to be you know out you know a good ch- in you know into the season. Um, Kentucky is going to be trying to you know gal- galvanize their 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 bunch of freshmen. And whatever. Oh together man, it's, all you know, these five but it's stars, it's incredible yeah. an incredible freshman class, of course. Um, you know, with multiple probably lottery picks in there. Uh, uh, so. This is an older team. It's it's a better team. I, on, I, I I'm I'm convinced it's a much better team than last year. But I think the league is going to be Texas A&M is going to be a, a a good team. LSU is going to be Arkansas. better. Uh, Arkansas is is, is going to be a really good team. And they lost three players to the NBA draft. Um, but uh, Missouri, Missouri maybe take a step back. But they step they you know you just don't know. You just right. know till these these teams these teams got to get out there and play. But I do believe though all the preseason projections. Last year, the SEC analytically was the fourth best league in the country. This year, it's being projected preseason as the third best league in the country. And 
uh, Florida should be right in the mix with that. Yeah, and a lot depends on what everybody does in the non-con. It's like you've got to ro- almost root for other teams to do well in their non-conference yeah, and, Flo- and Florida really, you know, they, their non-conference season last year was bad. They, yeah, they, it was. They, they finished 7-6. and six. They had no momentum uh, going into the SEC. They lost a close game to open the SEC season at Auburn. But uh, they're, 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 it, there was not a lot to crow about from Florida's uh, uh, non-conference slate. This year, I mean, they have a chance to make amends to that. Second game of the year is Virginia. Uh, and a neutral site. They play Michigan on a neutral site. They play East Carolina and Lakeland. They pl- probably they're playing Pitt. They'll probably pay, play Baylor. They play Baylor or Oregon State. They get Florida State at home. Um, you know, it's 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 ambitious enough where they can make some hay, but they can't be seven and six. You got you got it. You got it. Right, right, yeah. Right. You know, you, thirteen games. You, you got to be like ten and three, and and then you have some momentum. And you got remember they didn't get their first quad one win. I want to say until they beat Tennessee, right. and they they That's may have was, only yeah. got one or two the whole season if I'm not if two, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Mississippi State on the road, maybe late. But uh, so you know, let's let's let let's see what happens with those uh, with those games in November, December. So they play tonight's the Orange and Blue scrimmage. Yes, then uh, Mon- Monday's opener, and a week from tomorrow they'll be in Charlotte against the University of Virginia. That'll be a good little really? measuring stick early in the season. Yep. Can we get off early for that to get home and watch it? Eat what's well, eight it's eight o'clock game, seven o'clock game, or something. Like. And I'm, and I'm with trying to this get out this of team offensive is offensively is ahead of its defense right now, and that's a good place to be when you're going to play UVA because you know their defense uh, is going to be absolutely. ahead of their offense. Yeah, exactly. for sure. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. All right, Chris Harry from FloridaGators.com. Great having him on to talk about Florida Gator basketball. We'll bring Jeff back in here after we take a break. You are listening to the Tailgate on WRUF. Thank you, gentlemen. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. 
As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Wind still gusting this evening and overnight will have partly cloudy skies. Temperatures getting chilly but not as cold as they were this morning. Lows for our Friday morning in the upper 40s and lower 50s. A mixture of sun and clouds tomorrow afternoon. Still a little bit breezy. Highs in the lower to mid-70s. We'll have a slight chance for a passing shower generally closer to the first coast and the St. Johns River. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This is the swap. No play action. Pocket closing. Stacked at the 15 yard line. Yes, sir. Florida returns to the swamp to host the Arkansas Razorbacks. 15, 10, to the house. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with pregame coverage starting at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I like Salisbury Hill. How's it going? Wasn't as good as sitting at the bar for 30 minutes and picking up chicks here at the Swamp. How'd that go? It was pretty good. <laughs> Not for them. <laughs> <laughs> good people here at the Swamp. There are great people here. Yeah. Good uh, good stuff. I ran into Ryan, talked to him for a little bit. and Good man. Destiny was our uh, our bartender. So, yeah, good stuff. And we'll uh, continue the conversation. If you want to uh, chat with us here, 392-8255. Hopefully that was helpful and made uh, all of you understand a little more about this Florida basketball team. And Chris obviously is uh, the man going to practice and seeing yep. it all. So Absolutely. He can uh, make sure everything is good. But, yeah, Sanjeev is back in our studio. He is producing today. So call him up, say hey, and we will uh, continue the conversation. Pat's wearing his black. He's ready to go for Saturday, although that neon Nike check probably wouldn't fly. They have released the uh, the uniform. If you go to Gator Talk tonight over at the Keys Restaurant with Sean and Billy Napier, Graham Mertz is going to be there too. You can uh, actually see the entire uniform. They're going to bring a mannequin over. And uh, have it all dressed up like they uh, will on Saturday. I think that mannequin was actually blocking on that bla- that, that block punt. I think he was one of the up, up backs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe. But no, yeah, it is. It, 
that all it, it's all really cool and it's all really cool what they're doing yeah, for, for what the, it's for, for the military sure yeah, totally cool but at the end of the day once they that toe meets leather all that stuff's out sure and, and it's about trying to and i said this on my podcast um today win by one guys that's you need to win this game and uh it's not a loser leaves town game like Cattleman was trying to say. I don't think he. I know one coach is not in any jeopardy. I don't think the other one is either. Talking to Tom Murphy today, um, but um, that Dale's brother? No, I don't think so. Oh, that'd been cool. That would have been cool. I would say, what's Dale like? Yeah. Well, and and I the reason I say that is because if you're did did you shut off the World Series immediately afterwards? No, I didn't even. Or you go didn't to have the, the sound on. I didn't go to the. Night. Okay, you gave yeah. it up. Yeah. So they interviewed Mike Maddox after the game. He finally won a, a World Series as the pitching coach he there for to Texas. Be around good teams, though, you notice that. Yeah, and and it was cool because you see a little Greg in him, and just even the the way that he talked. And I'll never forget. Um, big shout out to uh, J C Deacon when we were out in uh, Vegas for the bowl game. Yeah. He got us to uh, to play on a, a really cool golf course. It was me, Sean, and, and Shane. And I think I won that day, by the way. Shocking. Although, oh, Shane might have beat me. It was, it was there really windy. There were no trees on the course. It was, it was a cool, really awesome course. But anyway, the 10th hole, right behind the 10th hole, was Greg Maddox's house. <laughs> really? And I thought it was like... Oh, I would have gone up. There. I was like just starstruck. I was like... I would have too. Just looking the around way. the fans, trying to see, oh my God, is Greg here? I want to see him. I would have breached security yes. to go up there because that is my favorite, probably my favorite athlete of all time. Yep. I mean, I did name my dog for him. Me too. Yeah. And but and it's it's interesting you say that, but because maybe you don't know that side of Greg Maddox, but he was actually a very dirty man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard some of the jokes. I mean, he would he would walk into the shower sometimes and just start pissing on the floor. <laughs> On people's feet, just for the hell of it, like the yeah. rookies and stuff. That's why I love them. No, Greg Maddox. So, um, yeah, so that was fun. All right, let's get back to the phones. Uh, Matt would like to chat. Hey, that rhymed. Hey, Matt, welcome to the tailgate. Hey guys, would you put Greg Maddox on the Mount Rushmore pitchers? Yes. I yeah, would, I but, again, would I'm very biased in that. Yeah. Yeah, you don't count. And you also like being on people's feet in the shower. <laughs> um, Good point. Yeah. I got you. And, look, I'm a little late to the show, so this might have already been discussed. But for some reason, uh, Allie uh, Welber, her podcast is in my algorithm, like on YouTube. And I, I saw where she had her husband on there breaking down the block punt. Have you guys seen that? No, I didn't. I haven't seen it. Uh, I did see somebody do that. That they were, and again, her husband was a punter at Florida. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. that he that Florida didn't have enough guys in the up back thing, or and Georgia well, checked was off to it or something. Yeah, well, they overloaded one side and it didn't yeah. get noticed, and it was he just kind of critiqued the the whole, uh, I guess, the technique, so to speak. But he also talked about just the lack of preparation or the lack of focus when it comes towards special team. I thought it was interesting. And, I mean, it wasn't exactly a glowing review of Napier's coaching as far as pertaining to special teams. And he he also talked about how much uh, how much uh, focus and uh, importance that Urban put on to special teams. Yeah. But anyway, I just I thought it was interesting and, and it kind of uh, – 
I, I, I kind of agreed with him, but it was fascinating. If you guys haven't seen it, please go take a look at it. Um, you know, her podcasts are pretty interesting. But yeah, anyway, I just uh, look, look this uh, this weekend, guys. I, we should win the game, and I, I, there's a lot of pressure on this game because you said he's not going to get fired, and I agree with you. But man, it's not going to be good if he loses this game. It's. I mean, I don't think it's going to hurt recruiting because he's got so much momentum. But from the fame, from the fan base, if he loses this game, it's going to make next year extremely, extremely uncomfortable. But we'll hang up and listen. Talk to you guys later. All right, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, because. Well, what if he loses this game? Wins the next one. Right. Yeah. That that would change it. But but I, I think at least next week for us will be. Yeah. Very very interesting because then. It does look like gloom and doom, and then there's no way that Florida's going to get that six win. And how can you lose to Arkansas at home but expect to go into LSU or Missouri and actually beat but, Florida State, who's a playoff team? That is college football. That is you know, college football. So you never know. But, yeah, I mean, it's an important game for Florida to win, but um, there's no doubt about it. They're, they've still got a long way to go. And like I said, I said this at the beginning of the week, they're not trying to catch Georgia. They're trying to catch Kentucky. They're just trying to get where they're where – they're, a good team, and they're not there yet. They're mm-hmm. they're an okay team. You just you, you have to beat a team that hasn't won an SEC game yet, and has never. But in they've the also history, lost four of them by seven yeah, very close. Or less. Yes, but and they've also never won in Gainesville in the history of their program. They've played five games. I know, so it's not a lot. <laughs> so I think for for those that throw that out there, um, they will tell you they should have won that game in two thousand nine. They're still mad about that. In fact. When I had Tom Murphy on today from the uh, Arkansas uh, Democrat Gazette, he he went into a whole litany about how upset fans are still about that game. Wow. And I'm like, well, tell them not to get in any fights. I mean, what do you think the crowd's going to be like for this game on a 1 to 10? 10 being Auburn 2019, Tennessee this year. Seven. In, in terms of passion and passion and and people passion and people i think it'll be full well it's never totally full we know that but i think it'll it'll look full okay yeah i I think again you you only have two of these left and they and they want to see the black sure yeah there's there's the appeal of that and i'm i'm wearing black are you yeah jimmy jimmy ramshaw's flying into town from Uh australia and i bought him a black t-shirt so He'll well, be there in black. That's why I don't. I think it'll be very mixed because I don't think a lot of people own black T-shirts and golf shirts and sweaters. But it's not hard to buy a fifteen-dollar black T-shirt. I'm just saying, maybe some people don't want to do. Go to Alumni Hall; they got a lot of them. They do. In fact, I'm thinking about going there uh, tomorrow. How about that? But I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna get a black T-shirt. All right, let's uh, let's snag uh, Pam's call real quick and. Patty wants to say goodbye to you. That's all. Chris Harry, heading out. Goodbye, Chris. Thank you. Let's uh, let's grab Pam before our final break. Hey, Pam, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Um, I wanted to ask why um, more revenue is brought in at a neutral site. That might be a real naive question. I can't imagine it would be ticket sales. Um, no, it's totally about the sponsors of the game and the TV. Uh, TV tries to put these together. For example, Florida, when they played Michigan uh, to start the McElwain's last season, 
it was a $5 million deal. And, and uh, ESPN wanted that game. They wanted to pay for it. Um, and, and the sponsors, and they, they can sell it uh, a lot better than they can sell a game at home. So uh, it's just it's just the way it is. It, it, there is uh, it's TV networks, and it's getting better sponsorship for uh, an opening game like that. For example, if Florida plays um, Utah, as they did two years ago, that's probably close to a $3 million game. But if they played Utah in Dallas – it would have been a five or six million dollar gig. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that because I thought I was missing something there. I do think tradition plays a lot into it, and that's why I'd like it to stay in Jacksonville. But you know, oh, yeah. money yeah. has a, a way of convincing people. It, um, the it other question I have does. for you. Go ahead. No, it does, but I mean that's the thing is. Um, I, I'm with you. I think the Florida Georgia game in Jacksonville is a unique thing that um, would is a special thing. And I think if they start moving it all over, even though it'll be more money, it's not. It's going to lose the appeal. I think of the average person. But it doesn't matter because they're so. still going to make more money. <laughs> right. Well, that's fun. Okay. Another quick question for you, Etn. I can't remember if ours is Trevor or Travis. But what year is he? He's a sophomore. Okay. Trevor. Um, Trevor. Okay. And Travis is his brother that plays for the Jaguars? Correct. Yes, and he was uh, at Clemson. Okay. Now, um, what are the odds of him getting drafted to the Jaguars in a couple years or maybe in one year? And how do you think that would go with brothers playing on the same team? I can't imagine a team with two ETNs on it, I would think that would almost be cheating. You'd have such an advantage. <laughs> um, it probably wouldn't happen. you need no. a cheat code. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you, you don't want to do that because then obviously one's taken away from the other. And, you know, I think Trevor has got an opportunity to be drafted pretty high, and you're not going to risk that. If you're the Jaguars, to, to take him that high, somebody else. Yeah, a lot would him. depend on the, what he does over the rest of the season and then next season. Yeah, you know. But, but it's yeah, it's. Uh, I would say it's uh, the same chance that uh, Lloyd Christmas had at getting uh, Mary Swanson. Okay. <laughs> so we're saying there's a chance. <laughs> okay. Well, you, thanks a lot, you guys. Go Gators. All right, Pam. And, um, wear black. Yes, okay, yes, ma'am. We will do it. All right, we need our uh, final break. Sun's going down. It's getting a little chilly chilly. here in Gville, down to uh, 69 degrees. You're listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jackson Colding. The Titans are traveling to Pittsburgh for Thursday night football to take on the Steelers. Will Levis is making his second NFL start tonight and is looking for his second win. Coverage starts right here at 8. Gators basketball has its final tune-up for their first game against Loyola, Maryland on Monday. The Orange and Blue scrimmage is taking place tonight at 7. Gators men's basketball star Riley Kugel was voted as a member of the SEC preseason first team by the coaches. He is the only Gator on the first or second team. 11th-ranked Tennessee travels to the O'Connell Center on Friday to take on the Gators in a volleyball matchup. The Gators lost 3-0 to now 8th-ranked Arkansas this past Sunday. Coverage starts right here tomorrow at 6.45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jackson Colding. ESPN 98.1 FM, 
ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it, it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I, I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The biggest and final storewide sale of the year is this weekend at International Diamond Center. Get extra savings storewide, up to 20% off virtually everything. Or get 36 months, zero interest financing, double the selection, designers showcasing their entire collections, Viragio, Simon G, A. Jaffe, and so many more. It's a three-day, $60 million event, lowest prices before the holidays, and over a 1,000 new diamonds. Trust me, you can't miss it. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday only, only at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. It's a primetime showdown in the SEC West as the 8th-ranked Alabama Crimson Tide hosts the 13th-ranked LSU Tigers. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Steve Berline and me for all the action as Jalen Milrow and the Crimson Tide look to remain perfect in conference play, but Jaden Daniels and the Tigers are hungry for a win and to stay in the hunt for the SEC West. If it's NCAA football, it's right here. Coverage starts Saturday night at 7 right here on WRUF. No radio access? Don't worry. We have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, just a few minutes left here. We've had a blast. It's always a quick two hours when we're at the Swamp Restaurant for the final time uh, on a home weekend because obviously we can't be here on um, Thanksgiving Day. Although I'm, may, they may be open. We may we can come here and have some turkey. It'll be nice. Yeah. A couple uh, of turkeys having some turkey. That's right. But uh, I, I tell you one thing I want to do tomorrow. We'll be at the Hilton tomorrow, by the way, if you want to come out there. I want to go through some of the other big games this week, and we haven't even talked about all the other games that are going on. I know the promo coming in was Alabama-LSU. I'm looking forward to that game. I, I I am really looking forward to getting all my stuff done and just sitting there with a cocktail or something and just watching 
that game pl- be played. And I have you can talk about a game I have no feel for. I have a little bit of feel for Florida this week. Okay, I think they're going to come out and they're going to play hard. Wow! And I think they're going to play well. I think they're going to have a game, good game plan. Certainly, with Shamar James being out, it's an issue, but I think they'll be all right. So I I feel good about this, which wow. which gives everybody pause. And yeah, goes, it's a little scary. We're losing now. Duels is saying that. But that game, Alabama LSU. I mean, what if LSU just goes nuts early and scores twenty one? You know, and and Alabama's got to try to catch up with a offense that's not really built for that. I, so we'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to watching the game. You know what the spread is. Um, it is. It was really high, and then it came way down. I know that it was. I think it was fifteen. Really? And it came down. Yeah, wow. it made no sense. But a lot of money came in on LSU. Um, the Florida spread came down just a point. Yeah. There's been a bunch of spreads that opened at a certain, and then all the money bet them way down. So it's going to be a fun weekend though of college football. If you don't like college football. Don't watch it. Yeah, can't watch baseball anymore. Can't watch baseball, uh, and then of course you get the NFL on Sunday. I don't know. They, I, I'm not that into Texas Pittsburgh. I mean, uh, tech, uh, Tennessee Pittsburgh tonight in the NFL, but I may put it on one TV. But all right, well they've got a big TV here at the Swamp, so uh, make sure you come by at some point good this weekend. Games tonight too. Yeah, again, four to seven tomorrow. They will have uh, free beer for you as uh, they will have a, a nice little beer party getting you ready for Florida and Arkansas. We'll certainly do that tomorrow with uh, a little more insight as to uh, what will hopefully happen, and hopefully the Gators can get that uh, six victory. Shout-out to uh, Chris Harry for stopping by today, gracing us with his presence, and talk a little Florida basketball. Seeing Jeeve was our producer today. Ryan and the, uh, the rest of the crew, all the ladies are awesome here at the Swamp. So uh, come see him, and uh, you yep. will not be – Disappointed, just like never. I'm never disappointed hanging out with duels for two hours. Never. Well, maybe the other day when you're in a bad mood. <laughs> but that's about it. A chance you were. All right, for duels, I'm Dozo. See Talk you. to you tomorrow. WRUF Gainesville, W two five one CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. This is Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. The NFL kicks off Week 9 tonight with the 4-3 and three Steelers hosting the 3-4 and four Titans in Pittsburgh. And one of Sunday's marquee games is the 7-1 and one Eagles hosting the 5-2 and two Cowboys. ESPN's Kimberly Martin. I gave the edge to Philly because they're at home. With the Cowboys, it is just, I'm waiting to see it all come together. I think the key for me in this matchup, O-line has to protect Dak. Got to keep him clean in the pocket. And I think Dak and CD, they got to team up for at least two touchdowns. Kimberly Martin on Greeny. Two games available on select ESPN radio outlets Sunday. Rams and Packers at noon Eastern. Giants and Raiders at 4 Eastern. Our Pete Thamel reports Duke quarterback Riley Leonard will be out for an extended period with a left toe injury. Freshman Grayson Loftus makes his first career start against Wake Forest tonight. That game 7.30 Eastern on ESPN. Former North Carolina basketball star Walter Davis died today while visiting family in Charlotte. Davis won an Olympic gold in 1976 and played 15 years in the NBA. He was 69.
ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Sheldon in Virginia is a Raider fan. He's got something to say about this move today. Sheldon, what you got, my man? I woke up this morning at 3.30 to the dog waking me up. Cold as all get out outside walking. And I looked at my phone and said, Josh McDaniel's fired. I said, hell yeah. <laughs> this has gone on long enough. Sheldon, I got to ask you a question. When you said hell yeah, when you seen Josh McDaniels let go, did the dog say, oh, did the dog agree with you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, my, my baby was like, <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday night, the Raiders owner announcing he's fired Coach Josh McDaniels. Hell yeah. <laughs> and welcome, welcome, welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. My man Chad Brown in for Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80 and always to that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN Radio. We got Thursday Night Football kicking out the week involving the Titans and the Steelers. And that's going to lead us to a little bit of a little pace, a little flow. We're going to pick out five particular games starting with tonight. And we're going to let you know which team has to have their quarterback outplay the other. I did mention that game that's going to get everything started when it comes to the Titans and the Steelers. So, Chad, we'll start there. You got Will Levis about to make his second start for the Titans. Kenny Pickett is supposed to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Which quarterback has to outplay the other? Uh, Will Levis has to outplay Kenny Pickett to, to get the win to go to Pittsburgh, which is not the toughest of environments, but it's a pretty tough environment. Uh T.J. Watt is on the other side. Will yeah. Levis hasn't faced a player quite like him. And it's game two. Once you put something on tape, you know, defensive coordinators would love to get three or four games. Mm-hmm. But once you put one game on tape, mm-hmm. they will begin to dissect your weaknesses and your strengths. And they will make you play to those weaknesses, and they'll do everything they can to take away your strengths. So Mike Vrabel, my Patriots teammate, has got to come up with a ways to uh, not allow Mike Tomlin and that defensive staff for Pittsburgh tee off on Will Levis yeah. and put him in positions where he can be protected from some of these things the Steelers defense wants to do to him. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to go the other way. I think Kenny Pickett needs to outplay Will Levis because you're Kenny Pickett in your second year, and you've had your struggles. And your offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, I'm sure Matt Canada's probably tired of him, fire Canada, fire Canada, as the offensive coordinator of Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett has not looked like the guy that a lot of people thought they were going to see. It also is a cautionary tale. Do not allow preseason results to determine what you're going to see in the regular season, either from a particular player or a particular team or a particular rookie. Period. End of story. If you're Kenny Pickett, a team that offense has been challenged all year long, you can't let a rookie come into your building and I'll play you. You better make sure he gets it right starting tonight in Pittsburgh. Dolphins versus Chiefs from Germany. You got Tua Tungabailoa on one side for the Miami Dolphins, Patrick Mahomes on the other side for the Kansas City Chiefs, and Tua Tungabailoa even mentioned about getting ready to play those dudes on the other side. Any opportunity for us to play a team that has been to the Super Bowl uh, within the last couple years or the last year and has won it, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's always a great challenge. Um, and for our team to have this opportunity to go against a Pat Mahomes team, um, it'll be fun, and it'll give us a, a chance to see where, where we're at. All right, Chad Brown, which quarterback has to outplay the other in that game that's going to take place in Frankfurt, Germany? 
I got to give Tua has to outplay Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be better than what he was his last out against the, the Broncos when he was suffering from the flu. He'll be better. I think those receivers for the Chiefs uh, will maybe have a bounce-back game. I still don't think that group's great, uh, but they recognize that they were a major part of the loss to the Broncos. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's going to be a better Chiefs team out there, and Tua is going to have to find a way to rise up. The Dolphins' record in stats this year have been inflated when they have gone against lesser opponents. Now you got to, to go out and, and place the – play the champs we'll see what you have are you ready for prime time they weren't ready for prime time when they played the eagles a couple weeks back yeah what he said <laughs> when it comes to what chad brown just said because patrick mahomes is used to these kind of situations big game atmosphere your team's in first place in your division that team's in first place in their division you got an offense including one of your former teammates on the other side he would love nothing better to say you should have stayed here but you're two a time by lower the way this offense is played against less than stellar competition. When they've had to step up in class, they've been placed in the corner with a dunce cap on their head. When they played the Buffalo Bills and then the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles, excuse me. This is now an opportunity to say, we can run with the big dogs. We're not going to be put on the porch. We're ready to go. I'm with you. Two of the time I lower has to outplay Patrick Mahomes in that situation. Seahawks and Ravens. Geno Smith, yeah, he continues to be more than pretty good for the Seattle Seahawks. Lamar Jackson has been terrific. For the Baltimore Ravens, which team in this game, Chad, needs to outplay the other? Oh, it's got to be. Geno's got to find a way to outplay L- Lamar. Um, it's all about, in my mind, the quarterback matchup in this game. As much as we talked about Pete Carroll and the enthusiasm and confidence he brings to that team, if Geno does not play a better game than Lamar, then the Ravens are going to win. And if it's even close, I think the Ravens will still win. The additional component of Lamar's legs added into defending the Ravens makes him a much more difficult to defend than Geno Smith. Geno Smith is a great story. The comeback story last year, all that is fantastic. But Lamar is playing at the level we all expect Lamar to play at. And when he's there, the Ravens are a very difficult out. Yeah, Pete Kell, the Seattle Seahawks head coach, knows exactly what playing the Ravens entails. They make you realize what it's like to play in a championship matchup. I mean, they, 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 that's what you expect to the teams to be like, and and, uh, and man, they they got it. So um, whether it's offense and, and all of the firepower they have with Lamar and Andrews and, and all of it, uh, Gus, the whole crew, um, or their defense, this is kicking butt. Special teams, they they got Tucker. I mean, it's an amazing team we're playing. That's another reason, to your point, why if you're Geno Smith going against that defense,